Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. So, John Paul, it would be only a couple of weeks now before you'd be 10 years in Australia. Before we get to yeah. the, the, the tragic news of the illness, Susan's illness and all that, tell me about going there. Tell me about the decision to go there. Right, well, um, I was, Susan had a grading job. Susan worked in Brung Thomas and Patrick Street. And um, I was working for a company, Architectural Industrial Courtens, in uh, Centre Park Road in the, Mar- the Marina Commercial Park. Um, but it was a bit of a downturn economy back then. And I, from my job in five days to four days to three days and eventually I was only working off one day a week and uh thought I was twenty six, so I had no income whatsoever coming in and uh we just we were going for a walk down the black by Black Rock Castle one day and I just sounded it out to her, how do you fancy coming to Australia like I said, cause I said I'm making no money, like um, would you give it a shot? And uh, she said, Look, we go off for it and we go off for twelve months. Yeah. With twelve months only and uh so we're here 10 years now. Yeah. There was a lot of people from Cork, a lot of people from the north side actually um, in Port at the time. And uh, I knew I had friends in Darwin and Sydney and all over Australia, but I was just, um, I was in contact with a couple of lads everywhere. And yeah, I said Port was a bit like Cork, like, you know, a bit, e- bit easy going with Sydney. It's a bit mental, like, but um, yeah. so we uh, we took a chance on Port then, like, and uh so we fell in love with the place then, as I suppose, and so over the 10 years then, we just, it became home to us. Yeah. Are you citizens now, John Paul, or what's the story? We got our PR, which is the permanent residency, we got that in 2014. Right. Right. So a permanent residence, yeah. Yeah. And when did Susan then, when did Susan start to feel unwell? Well, it was about two and a half weeks ago, there, PJ, she... Um, I just came home from work one day. She was feeling a bit, a bit tired, a bit lethargic. You know, she was a bit short, short of breath, and you know, I seen a couple of bruises on her body, like just on her legs there, and her uh, on her hands, like. But um, so we went to the doctor, and the doctor said um, he checked her her iron count, like she's her iron was a bit low from the two children from the two pregnancies, yeah. but. Um, so he checked her iron count and he said her iron count was uh, unbelievably low. Like so, he said, oh, "Surprised she got up out of bed." Mm-hmm. So she went in uh, two weeks ago and the Saturday she went in and she got the iron transfusion, um, and they said about twenty four, forty eight hours. Like she should be feeling back to herself again. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, I came home from work on the Monday. We had a bit of a dinner and she threw it all up in the toilet and oh, um, she brought Lucy into bed and I was watching the TV out with uh, my son Leo and um, I could just hear her screaming. And uh, so I ran in and she was holding her abdomen there, like towards the, the appendix area, you know. Yes. And uh, so I ran in and I asked her, I was going on. She physically, she couldn't talk. She couldn't, she was in so much pain. She couldn't talk. She couldn't answer me. And uh, sure, I panicked, whatever. And I eventually got hold of one of the girls and one of the girls, um, one of the girls came down then and uh, brought her to the hospital. I stayed home with the two children. And um, so she was brought in on the Monday night then. And um, so originally they thought it was appendicitis. And then they were saying it was inflammatory bowel, something with the inflammatory bowel. Yeah. Um, uh, so the first two nights they were calling her the mystery woman. They didn't know what was going on. So she pains in her chest, she pains in her abdomen and the whole lot. And um, then they said it might be a blood disorder. And she went for this scan and that scan. And so we, the first three days we were, we had no clue what was going on. So then the following day, then this they said it looks like um, lymphoma. In the chest, they found a load of lymph nodes under her armpit and, and in her chest. And uh, but they were still on, hadn't a clue why her abdomen and was in pain. So they they were, they were still told, thought it was appendicitis or again an inflamed bowel. Like, how was her health generally? Like, she on you only your youngest is only a few months old. PJ, she's um the only other two times she's been in hospital is for the children. Crikey, she's. She had, as I said, um, Leo's two and a half, and she had Lucy in March, second of March this year, seven months ago. Right. And she had the C-section, that was it. But she's never been re- really sick, never been really ill. Um, she's a strong woman, right? So she's, you know, she wouldn't moan or groan about anything. Yeah. Um, there's never been any signs, as I said. We were... We were up in the playground last month there, and uh, so we were. She was climbing up up the slides and the ladders and the whole the whole lot, and there was nothing. It was only two and a half weeks. So as I said, when I came home, yeah, she yeah. was feeling short of breath, and um, you know. And and when did they make the awful discovery? Well, I I was sort that so last Friday week. Um, I came up to visit her with a couple of friends and. Um, she was in great spirits. We were good, good chat and we headed off. And uh, so I went away then. And I, I think that was around one o'clock. And she rang me at four o'clock and she said, Look, if there's a lot changed since you're gone there, um, I'm being rushed there for emergency, emergency surgery. So I originally thought, again, they were going in for appendicitis or whatever. And um, so I came up to the hospital on Friday night and they were. They were saying they weren't going to leave me in, but then they got through. They found out I was her husband, so they left me in for 10 minutes. So I briefly just asked the nurse, and I said, um, can you tell me what's going on, please? And she said, look, they, they went in, they did um, the keyhole surgery, so they, they made a big incision in her, in her abdomen. They went in with the cameras, and they, they found a huge um, mass, or I suppose, tumour on her, on her bowl, mm. and um, they removed the tumour for her bowl. And that's all I knew on the Friday night. Um, I had to leave her in because she was in recovery. 
and I came in then the following day and um, they said it wasn't the lymphoma at all. Originally, what they thought um, that they believed that it was um, cancer of the bowel and that was just causing the lymph nodes to go to our chest and around it. And uh, so that spread up, up upper body that direction and um, it was the Sunday then when they came in and said it could be, tor- it could be terminal cancer. Oh, no. Um. Yeah, so that was pretty hard to take. I was, I was, yeah, it was a bit hard to take. There was, I couldn't tell you much about that day, you know, because I, I said I was in a bit of, bit of, bit of a shock, you know. Um, who who broke that news to you? Were you together at least? You were. We were, we were, we were together. I was, as I said, she was grand. She was recovering, like she was, she, she was knackered, tired. No, she was like a, again, like just coming in, and the oncologist came in. And she was just came out straight away and blunt and she says, um, look, uh, we thought it was the lymphoma there, like so, you know, we could um treat you that with the with the chemotherapy. Um but she goes, Look, it's not that. We found the bowl the cancer of the bowl or whatever and basically she just came home and said it's like mm. um You'll die from this cancer, like that's that's the words that came out of her mouth. Have they, have they given have they given her time? How much time have they given her? Um, well, today I said I don't know, PJ, and um, they said they're having um a board meeting on Monday, um, because they couldn't start. They put a line a port line in her chest for the chemotherapy, but um, they said um, they can't give her the chemo plan till she was there. Uh, Heal from the the operation of the bowl, you know, from the sure, surgery. Sure. Because um, she, her but she wouldn't be strong enough to fight the infection. So as far as I know, I know, as from notes I'm talking to right now, they're um, I think all the the big wigs or whatever they're having the board meeting on Monday, I believe, mm-hmm. to um, to discuss again what we're looking at the time wise, um, what extent, what exactly we're looking at um and then maybe like um start us on a chemo plan then from there um as i said she's she's got a stoma like i suppose for people that know don't know what a storm is it's basically she's been hit with a colostomy bag now um which they've told me that she'll have at least have for nine to twelve months Right. Um, she's got a large clot on her left arm, so her arm, her left arm is about four times size of the right arm, and um, so she has to give herself an old injection, or um, two injections a day, and into the into the stomach to thin the blood, like so trying to get that swelling down, that trying to get rid of that clot in the arm. But that could be a couple of weeks now as well. She has no movement in the left arm. It is completely, completely. She said it is like. Just like carrying a brick, a brick of concrete. Um, is, she, is she in pain? She, um, she's fantastic. No, so she like they'd be giving her this medication, that medication. She was. I came up yesterday morning. Oh, she was in agony. She was um, the right side of her body. You know, her and her hand is giving her the biggest trouble. She was in fierce pain. So. Um, I said I had a chat with the doctors because like, they were on about discharge you know, yesterday or tomorrow and I says 
she's an unnatural pain here. Like, um, so the upper dosage, her pain, her pain, right. her pain medicine there. Now, um, I don't know what they're saying, oxycodone and tramadol and all this, whatever. But it seems to be doing the trick. Like she's had, um, she's been great, fantastic. Now, uh, the last two days, but um, it's coming and going. Like you know, yeah. if you just she's. She like when the wheels off, they all know like she she don't sleep a week like yeah. Um, and I suppose what it's all about now. I suppose John Paul the, the the treatment plan and what they'll come up with and and what they'll do and. But this is it, yeah. You have a long hard old battle ahead, but. Yeah, look. Um, to be honest, oh PJ, it was um, the first week. No, it was an emotional wreck. Like obviously, it was a bit of a roller coaster, but. This week there, now as I said, is you know I've kind of got myself together a little bit, no better, and um, you know I just compose myself. Look, she's she's some woman for one woman. I tell you that. No, she's she hasn't complained once. She hasn't whinged once. She's all into the positivity, like poor the mind. Like she has she has her affirmation cards there, no every day that she posts on Instagram, and her, like as I said, her strength gives me strength, no. And uh, as I said, she's only like she's she just. Basically, just said like, you have to laugh. She goes, look, we never thought it happened to us, but it has, and we just have to take it, take it day by day, you know, step by step, and um, you know, give it the best shot we have. No, really, like I know, I know. And your friend Rania set up the GoFundMe, which I see is is fairly rocking. Like, there's nearly seven seventy three and a half thousand Australian dollars. I'm not too sure what that is in euros these days, but it's going very yeah, well. Yeah, so. This Grania, Grania's um, or one of our friends there. She's from Belfast, and uh, she set up the page, and a couple of other buddies there, a couple of other girls came on board there as um, the members of the GoFundMe page there. So I, I think they started it there towards their Friday night. But um, yeah, as I said, seventy-three grand there. It is um, it is overwhelming. It is, it is um, as I said, I'll even take this opportunity to thank everyone that's um, even messaged me and rang me and um even donated it's um it has actually blown us away like and we can't thank people enough for their generosity and their support is um it's unbelievable as i said the there's people from all, all over the world like um strangers people have never met me life and they are um donating money it's unreal unreal yeah. as i said i couldn't um i couldn't thank people enough no yeah yeah for their yeah. generosity it's unreal by and what's the What's the health cover like? So over here, it's called um, it's Medicare. So Medi- Medicare is it's like your medical care at home, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's pretty good now, PJ, to be fair. Like, like we're, in, um, we're in the Royal Port Hospital, so that's a public hospital. So um, again, like, you know, it is free of charge, really. Like, they're not, they wouldn't, they're not, you're not, you know, you have your private and your public over here, I suppose, like home. Mm. But... Um, the medical care is pretty good, like, you know. Yeah. As I said, you don't have to pay for the doctor, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, it is a lot better than all, no, to be fair. And, uh, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't really knock the, the medical care side yeah. of things off. Which is great. Really. It's fantastic. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. Plushcare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Grania said that, that the idea for the GoFundMe is to raise the kind of money that you're going to need to help with this fight. Yes, the medical care may be free, but, the, but there's plenty more that you're going to need to raise it for. Oh, no, it is like, well, to be honest, no, like, as I said, um, today and cheap over here, PJ, like, it's um, pretty expensive now, I suppose, like, with the rent now, I've, I've the two children in daycare there now, um, um, just the cost of living over here, either, 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 either way, it's just pretty expensive, like, you know, and uh, Susan, obviously, she won't be able to go back to work, um, I'm off work at the moment, you know, I'm out on the sick leave at the moment, I might have... I didn't, I'm not too sure yet. I might have another fortnight or something, you know, whatever. Um, every pay, every penny that's donated is just going to go in to look after Susan's yeah. care. Um, I'm not too sure about the chemotherapy plan now. Um, obviously, we've the clostomy bag and all this stuff, and yeah. I think you have to pay for all that. Again, I need, um, again, from Monday, I'll get a clearer picture of what yeah. we're looking at plan-wise and, what we're going to do, you know, but um, she's going to need full time care, like, um, so again, I'm not even too sure what we're looking at again, like, you yeah, know, yeah, and it's a very worrying time. I know that part of it will be used to get her, her mum and dad out to her, and I suppose with COVID and everything, John Paul, that that's been one of the hardest things. No one can get out to her at the moment. Well, I can tell you there, no, the um, well, like, just an update for you there, no, and that, um. We've been dealing there with um, an Irish charity over here. They're called the Clada Foundation, right. um, and they've they've been around for a couple of years. So basically, they get anyone that's in the strife like ourselves. They get um, they help um, you know trying to get paid and something blah blah blah. But they um, so I've been dealing with a girl called Heather there with the Clada Foundation, and um, so she's been trying to get her parents out and. She rang me yesterday morning and their exemption visas were approved. Oh, brilliant. So her father rang me about three hours ago. He was in Dublin airport and they were just boarding their flight to London. Oh, that's wonderful news, John Paul. And by the time this interview runs on the programme, they'll probably be there, which is fantastic news. They should be here. We're looking at four o'clock, so we're looking at about... 9 o'clock a.m. cock time, they should be here. Fantastic. But then that's, they'll more than likely still have to do the two-week quarantine. Yeah. That'll be a hotel, hotel, will it? 
that'll be hot. As of right now, my belief is when they land in port, they'll be picked up in a shuttle bus and whisked, whisked off to a hotel. I'm not too sure where yet. Um, mm. We were thinking, we were trying to um, see what we could do with home quarantine and all that. But as of right now, it is pretty strict over here in Port, really, you know. Yeah. There's, there's, not, there's no one loading in or out. Is Susan aware that they're on their way as we speak? She is. I, I mean, I got the news there this morning. I rang her straight away on the messenger and I told her so to give her a huge lift, like a huge yeah. boost, you know. Um, it's just, uh, as I said, I've got some fantastic friends over here. You know, the Vault ship didn't help out, but... Right. Um, as I said, like she's going to need full time care, and the two young, as I said, I have a two and a half year old and an eight month old. My boy is um, Leo; he's two and a half, and Lucy is eight months old. They're too young to understand what's going on. That that that's hard for you, though, isn't it, John Paul? Looking at them and knowing all this, and it is. Um, well, Lucy, Lucy's not a bad. I said she's only eight months old, so she's neither here or there. Leo, um. He he's he's at an age now where he's um he's crapped out like he's um he knows something's going on. As I said, um I've had to I've had to get friends to pick him up from daycare because I've been at the hospital, so he's used to seeing my face. So he you know he's a bit confused, the poor little fella. Yeah. Um, is he asking questions? He is like you know he's you know he wakes up most nights now crying for mammy, you know. So that's been a bit tough now at home, like um. So I've just, yeah, basically just told him, um, you know, Mammy's in the hospital and she has a sore belly, you know, and the doctor's given her medicine. So she was in, she's, she's, she had an infection as well. So she's been in isolation for the whole week. Um, so we couldn't touch her or give her a kiss or anything. Um, I couldn't bring the children up, but uh, they allowed me to bring Leo up today. For, I brought him up for a quarter of an hour today. So that was good. She was in good spirits. Um, he was pretty, he was happy himself. He gave a bit of a kiss and a cuddle, so that yeah. was good. How are they like in the in the hospital with COVID restrictions and all that? Well, to be, we're actually, like, as I said, Port is, um, we have zero cases now. Now, if you went back four months ago, no, you, would, you wouldn't have been loading. Um, which is grand. As I said, all I do know, I don't, I don't have to wear a mask. Um, we just come in, as you said, you have your signs up, but um, I just have to just sanitize my hands mm-hmm. and um, you know, keep a fair distance, whatever. But um, it is it's not like anywhere else in the world, really. It is, it is a bit, bit bit normal at the moment, to be honest. Like, Yeah, that helps. Oh, it does, yeah, it helps a lot. Like, as I said, like, but um, I have, I, uh, I've had to, um, yeah, I had to stop the visiting hours there because, um, as I said, she's, she's, she's knackered tired there. Like, she's, too much energy there, so like I, I cancelled visitors there enough the last two three two three days because she's, she's just burning up too much energy, you know. Ah yeah, ah yeah, yeah. And hopefully we we might get her just charged by Monday, hopefully. But again, every day changes, mm-hmm. and every day I get a different story and a different sure a different response from the doctor. Like, and come here to me, who's looking after you? You've an awful lot to take on. You're what are you thirty thirty six? Um. Look, to be honest, no, look, as I said, um, I, I have a lot of mates over here. They've been fantastic. Mm. I, as I said, what it has shown me down over the last two weeks, um, 
just the generosity. I've I've had guys coming down out or cooking meals for me. <laughs> I've had um, I've had people now just looking after the children and just coming down and just offering to help out. Um, the first week was tough. Now, as I said, I didn't even know how to reach out and ask for help. But look, mm-hmm. we've got a close knit of friends. Like we've got a. A lot of friends now from Cork, uh, a lot of friends now from all over Ireland that we've made over the 10 years here and just people all over the place. So they've been helping in, helping out. Um, but I'm good. I'm good, PJ. I'm good. Like, I'm good. Susan, like, to be honest with you, you know, it's, Susan has been helping me a lot. Really? Would you believe it or not? She's, as I said, her positivity and her um, and her strength has just got, has got me going every day, like, you know? Are you are you frightened for the time ahead, John Paul? Um, you know, like I'd be lying if I said I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I'd be lying if, if I said, if she said she wasn't. But look, I even if we get a deadline on Monday, whatever, there's only words. There's only words. Um. I know plenty of people have been sick for years and years, and they've lived. They lived. They've lived for for a long time. Um, so again, I, I can just obviously I'm scared of Monday and see what they're going to give me. And but look, I'm trying to stay as positive as I can for myself and Susan and the children. Boy, just like I said to her, look, whatever they say, whatever they say, look, we'll take it and. Uh, We'll just go over the floor and I just my main my main objective is just to get her home now, get her comfortable and um give her give her give her the good more good days and bad days, I suppose, and just make sure she's happy and you, you sound like you're a rock solid couple. To be honest, as I said, like we've we're with each other fifteen years now. I said we got we're married, we've been married six years now in January, um it's not a bother. Like as I said, she's she, she's looked after me for fifteen years, so I suppose this is payback in a way. But um, <laughs> you know, as I said, like we are, yeah. As I said, we've been like anyone else in any other relationship or any other couple. We've we've had our ups and downs, and we've had our hardships and all that. But as I said, when we've always said to each other, once we stick together, the two of us, like we, yeah. we'd be grand. Like we can we can take anything on ourselves. Like you know. Well, you know, with an attitude like that, you're 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 making a good start. Go back to that conversation that you had down near Blackrock Castle all those years ago. Would you do it all again? In a heartbeat, in a heartbeat. As I said, like oh, Cork is Cork is our home, and forever be our home. But the journey, the journey. As I said, Susan gave me twelve months. She was like, not a chance. She, you know. I miss me mum and her sisters and the whole shebang and yeah. she fell in love with Port more than I did um, and as I said we just grew and grew as the years gone and uh, I, I have both of us we haven't regretted a thing as I said uh, we've made our life over we're both happy um, we've made some extraordinary friends along the way um, yeah as I said they have, they, they, like any other Irish person that comes to Australia or any part, um, the sacrifices, the family, like, you know, you miss your family every day, like, but... Um, yeah, yeah. Your, your own people, John Paul, your, your own family, when was the last time you saw them? So I went home in, um, 
I went home in 2019, um, just before the pandemic, actually. So we brought Leo home. Um, we got Leo christened in family church. For he was six months old, so we brought him home for the Christmas um, of 2019, yeah. Mm. Um, but um, as I said, um, Leo was six months old, so they, they haven't, they've never met Lucy, you know, yes. But yeah. hopefully now our parents will get to meet her now in two weeks' time with help of God. All right. We'll share all the links to the GoFundMe so people can continue to help. Yeah, look, um, yeah, as I said, PJ, this... Um, when I heard that, um, and I appreciate thanks for uh, reaching out and doing this interview or whatever. As I said, look, I was yeah, you know, like kind of a skeptical, whatever, you know, telling your story, whatever. But look, if it helps with awareness and mm. helps with fundraising, whatever, and just helps like give Susan the best best chance, like whatever lays ahead in the future, then. Um, by all means, like hopefully, like this by just having a chat here, we'll just as I said, it's, it's for her, it's for her care, and that's all I care about, really. All right, fella. Well, listen, you look after yourself, all right, and glad to you know be. you've got great friends around you there. And please give yeah. Susan our regards when you're talking to her. I will, PJ, and uh, thanks very much. Courts 96 FM. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Manny's and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.